Parsha Pinchas begins with the reward that Pinchas receives for his act that actually happens in the previous Parsha of Bullock. And there's the famous question of why is his reward delayed until this week's Parsha? Why was it not in last week's Parsha when he actually stopped the plague by killing Zimri and Cosby? So one explanation is that sometimes we have to learn to wait for our reward in order to make sure that our actions were done with the best intentions and not through sheer impulse. For example, if a teenager really wants an, a, a, some sort of reward and he demonstrates for a week that he could be respectful, the parent might want to reward him after that week is complete. However, it is sometimes advisable to inform the child at the outset that you're going to delay the reward to see whether or not the young man was behaving simply to receive the reward or if the message um, that entitled him to the reward had some sticking power. So there were many doubts among the people as to whether or not Pinchas' actions were indeed correct. And instead of giving him the reward right away, there had to be some sort of cooling-off period where the people saw how he actually stopped a plague that killed 24,000 people and was therefore justified. There were no headlines in the newspaper the following day after Pinchas killed the two. Pinchas wasn't looking for any fanfare or to become the next influencer on social media. That wasn't his role. Pinchas never sought out to kill. He did what he needed to do. Later in the parasha, Yeshua is appointed as the successor to Moshe. And one might ask, why wasn't Pinchas ever considered? Or why isn't he even mentioned as a candidate? He certainly showed leadership quality by stopping the plague through his, uh, his act of, of zealotry. So I believe the answer is that Pinchas was destined for other great things that involved a sense of what we call delayed gratitude. We're told that Pinchas was really Eliyahu. Eliyahu was instrumental in bringing about the ultimate geula, as we find in Sefer Malachi, where we find the famous uh, Pasuk that says, es anavi, that I'm going to send Eliyahu anavi before the coming of that great day. If there's anything that requires us to have patience as Jews, it's the anticipation for the coming of Mashiach. We say it every day. So Yoshua was the most practical successor because Pinchas slash Elio's greatness will have to be anticipated or delayed, but not necessarily immediately recognized. Pinchas therefore epitomized this idea of delayed gratitude and allowing other successors to take their role in the plans that Hashem already had set in motion. There have been many other stories of people who didn't receive their rewards, whether they were monetary rewards or praise, for some time, and they're vastly underreported because those don't make news. And this is primarily due to their sense of anivis or humility. Um, recently, we've been reading the book in our family of Rabbi Yitzchak David Grossman, and he is a living legend whose biography, which is entitled Living Legend, was recently published by Rabbi Nachman Seltzer. And it's beautifully written. This book details the life of the Chassid from Meisharim, who became known as the disco rabbi for his work in performing Kirov in the most uncommon places. And the numerous stories of lives impacted by Rav Grossman show how years later, a doctor, for example, will come to Yiddishkeit and gratitude delayed. Rav Grossman's daughter had terrible vision-related issues, and they flew to the U.S. to seek out a specialist who conducted several scans on his daughter. And he said that he wouldn't have the results for about three days. And Rav Grossman's daughter said to her father that while she's there, let me go get a bracha from the Lubavitcher Rebbe. So Rav Grossman went to 770 and waited for the Rebbe. 
And as the Rebbe passed through the throngs of people, Rav Grossman came out of the line, and he stood right in front of the Rebbe, blocking his way. And seeing that the Rav Grossman was blocking his way, the Rebbe understood that there must be something urgent that Rav Grossman wanted to discuss. So Rav Grossman briefly told him about his daughter and her vision issues. And the Rebbe said that she should have her mezuzahs checked at home and in her dorm room. Rav Grossman immediately contacted a sofa, and sure enough, he found that the word Einecha, eyes, your eyes, had been erased from her dorm room mezuzah. The sofa repaired the problem and informed him of Grossman, and they returned to the doctor, and the doctor could not believe his eyes. What appeared on the scan was no longer evident in Rav Grossman's daughter. Rav Grossman told him about what happened with the Rebbe, and he returned with his daughter back to Eretz Yisrael with her vision resolved. And you would think that the story ends there, but no. One day, 17 years later, Rav Grossman happened to be speaking in a shul, and a man came running over to Rav Grossman with tears streaming down his eyes, and he began to thank Rav Grossman for changing his life. Rav Grossman didn't recognize this man, and he was wondering, what did I do to change your life? This man was the non-religious doctor who 17 years ago had said that there wasn't much that he could do for his daughter. After seeing the miraculous recovery, he embarked on a path of true Yiddishkeit. And this delayed gratitude is certainly appreciated as it teaches us that we never know the consequences of telling over a story. And this leads me to another question that now seems a little bit clearer. Pinchas in our parsha is spelled with the letter Yud. Pei Yud Nun Ches Samach. Why is there an added letter? So we can understand the Avram to Avram, the Sarai to Sarah, the Hosea to Yoshua, but adding a letter to Pinchas doesn't change how you pronounce it or arguably the meaning of the name itself. So what I think is that the Yud, which is the smallest letter in the Aleph base, represents the Pinchas and Elio that we've been discussing. The Yud is sort of hidden in Pinchas's name to tell us that he wasn't looking for stardom. His stardom will come with a delay. And I've pointed out in the past that Rebbeim and teachers, and therapists for that matter, are often thanked after a very long time. Sometimes it comes decades later, and sometimes it comes posthumously. Their work is not one that always makes headlines. The reason is that some people are not motivated by headline news. It takes a special quality for a person to not require instant gratitude. Instead, they allow others to sit in the limelight. The gratitude may or may not come later on, and they are fine with that. And that is the characteristic of a Pinchas, or Elio, who will usher in the coming of Mashiach b'mheir b'yameinu.